everyone, and welcome back to the Be Well podcast. I'm your host, Isabella Galan, and in this week's episode, we're going to be talking about emotions. Now, the minute I think of emotions, I just think of the movie Inside Out, where they have the five little emotions in the little girl Riley's head controlling everything she does, and then she has her um, happy moments filled with joy, and then the ones full with sadness and fear, disgust, anger, and... I think it's a great depiction of how emotions are at work in our brain, especially with decision making. But I want to dive deeper into that and how important it is to be in tune with our emotions so we can be the best version of ourselves and also have a healthy balance between those quote-unquote positive versus negative emotions. Now, in other episodes, I've mentioned this quite a lot where it's things are not good and they are not bad. They just are. And these negative connotations that we always have about certain emotions and things like that are not necessarily bad. It is not bad to be angry. It's not bad to be stressed. It's normal human emotions that we all must go through because without being angry, you can't experience happiness, right? You have to be able to have a good mix of both so you can realize those positive and happy times and know what to work on during those more angry or stressful periods of time in your life. But no matter what, whether we like it or not, emotions are a big part of who we are, how we act, how we respond to things, and how we make decisions. We need to have less fear of our emotions, specifically expressing our emotions to other people. So many times we get scared of reacting in a certain way because of how others may judge us for said reaction. So if we get a great grade and we're really, really happy about it, we may want to jump up and down, be so excited, tell everyone you know, but then other people may take that as like, oh, don't like be too happy. Like you're way too happy about that. It's just a test. Don't like brag about it. Right. So then we feel that if we show that we're too excited, people are going to judge us and that we need to tone down our reaction due to said emotion. But on the other hand, it could be like you may be feeling very sad because of something that a friend told you or a joke that they took a little bit too far that really caused you to be upset. But we suppress that emotion and we don't bring it up. We say, like, you shouldn't be sad about that. Like, it was obviously just a joke. Why didn't you understand that it was just a joke? Meanwhile, you have every right to be upset and even confront that person about how they hurt your feelings. So there are so many times where we're suppressing our emotions, and it's not because we want to. It's just because of how we want to be perceived by other people. It's how other people perceive those emotions that have those negative or positive connotations with it. and vulnerability specifically um, is very very difficult and there's not a lot of people that feel open to talking about emotions normally or openly that's a little bit of a better word for it I think openly and being able to talk about your feelings and dive deeper into what they truly mean how they truly make you feel and how it's impacting you mentally and even physically Having that vulnerability is so rare to find, and it definitely comes with practice, it comes with comfortability, it comes with a trust and loyalty, and as we continue to work through emotions and how we are able to identify them, we can be vulnerable not only to other people, but vulnerable to ourselves. 
letting those walls down. Another thing that reminds me of is this kind of going off the road a little bit, but there are so many times where we suppress our emotions, suppress it, suppress it. And what happens if you keep filling up, let's say, a water balloon, right? It's going to pop eventually. And in our case, if that's sadness, right, you keep suppressing it, suppressing it, suppressing it. One day you are going to explode and you're going to go full mental breakdown mode because everything just piled up. There's going to be something that tips you over the edge and that's just inevitable. And sometimes those emotional breakthroughs are so important and those are the stepping stones for us to have a better life for ourselves. There's been so many times where even just like getting out a good cry is just what you need in that moment. And typically crying, like being sad about something that happened seems to have more of like a negative connotation about it. Let's look at the movie Inside Out again. Sadness, that character, she was kind of seen as the villain. She was seen as one of the emotions that was messing everything up, of keeping her from being happy. But the big lesson was that it's okay to be sad and that big milestones and important memories or experiences that you go through that shape your life don't need to just be happy. Those sad times can change the course of your life, can change the direction of where you are going and how you approach things going in the future. I think the moments where I just had a mental breakdown about whatever I was going through, those moments were the ones that allowed me to see more clearly. Now, a specific example that I feel comfortable talking about now, and I always like to use this example when I'm talking about my mental health journey because it's what I experienced. And having a story that you can connect to and possibly even relate to, I think is even more meaningful. So when I was thinking about quitting dance in my junior year of high school, which was last year, um, it was very, very difficult because there was so much happiness around dance that I had for basically my entire life, specifically around the joy that my friends brought me. And that was, I think, the big and probably like one of the only reasons why I was still there because of the family I made there. And I'm so grateful for them and would never trade that for the world. But when I was contemplating leaving dance, I think the moment where I completely knew that it was time for me to take this step was when I was in my room one night and I was doing homework and I was about to leave for like a ballet class or something. And my mom was like, come on, you got to go. And all day I was like, I don't really want to go today. I don't want to go today. I got a lot of homework. And then she just came into my room. She was like, Bella, like you have to go. And I just lost it. I just broke down, cried in my room, like sobbing hysterically because I was just like, I can't do this. And mom was like, do you want to leave? And like, oh, those, those words when like, you know, there's just like sometimes like when people say like, oh, are you okay? And then that's what makes you start crying. Not even the fact that like you just wanted to start crying in the first place, but because someone asked you about it, it was the same exact thing. When she was like, do you want to stop dancing? I just lost it even more. My, oh, that was just a day. That was a big <laughs> emotional experience for me. But even though one would typically see that as like sad and like a negative event because of 
those emotions that I was going through and how that was kind of like a low point in my life, that was the propeller for the improvement of my mental health and the improvement of myself mentally, spiritually, all things like that. It was because of that moment that was the catalyst, right? So negative emotions, well, quote unquote negative emotions, are not bad. They just are. And that is what being vulnerable is. Being vulnerable is not being scared to let those moments of darkness, to let those moments of hardship, or even those moments of pure happiness, not letting others' perception of you due to those emotions take control and trusting that you can say what you want to say, respond the way you want to respond completely and authentically yourself so that you're not only being honest with yourself, but you're being honest with the people around you, the people that truly care about you and want to help you in this situation. We don't always have everything under control. And that's why I talked about it in a few episodes ago too, the importance of family, the importance of having a good support system around you that you can relate to and talk about these things with, be vulnerable and open. Sharing these emotions with them will allow us to get things a little bit back under control. They're not going to stay that way forever because things are always constantly changing in our lives and new emotions are constantly reoccurring, which is why we are alive and we are human. But having them in at least a little bit sense of control is really, really key in making sound decisions. Remember, we must not always let these emotions overrule logic. Emotions are very important in making decisions. The gut feeling that you get about something, whether that is a positive feeling you have about a person or maybe even just, yeah, no, that place doesn't seem right to me. Like I have a really weird feeling about it. Those are important in decision making. And a lot of times people say like, oh, think with your mind or make a decision with your mind, not with your heart. But to be honest, like no matter what, no matter how many times we say that, your heart is in that decision. And emotions are also with your head. So I don't really get that phrase in a sense. It's like your emotions still like not only come from your heart, but they come from your brain too. So we are still making a decision with our brain. But in this case, using this scenario, your heart is going to be part of the process no matter what. It's because we're human. That's how we are made to make decisions. So we must not let them overrule logic in a sense where then we'll let like, one negative thing and just keep harping and harping and harping and then just thinking too much with emotion and acting irrationally but by having a genuine balance between logic and emotion we can make decisions that will not only benefit other people but will benefit us and will benefit us in the long run about how we're able to handle things in the future emotions are gut instincts and feelings that can help us change the trajectory of our lives and those gut feelings are usually right you should always remember to trust yourself and trusting and believing in yourself having confidence in who you are will help us be the version of ourselves that we want to be and that comes with being honest about how we respond to things, how we react to things, not hiding our true feelings because of what other people may possibly say. If you're happy, be happy. You worked so hard for something and you achieved a goal that you have. Don't suppress that happiness because someone told you to. 
right now in my school, there are so many emotions going on right now. Um, college decisions are coming out. So there's sadness going on in the school, but there's also happiness and joy and celebration. There might even be a little bit of jealousy going around, anger, uh, fear about the unknown for those that didn't get their acceptance letters yet or anything like that. I know right now I'm still waiting, <laughs> but a lot of emotions are going around and every single one of them is valid. That's another really important thing. Your emotions are valid. Never let anyone think that the way you're feeling about a situation is wrong. Because how are they to know? It's you that knows. You're experiencing those emotions and feelings for a reason. Don't let anyone steer you off of that path because they have their own path to steer. You have to go through whatever you are going through for a reason to get to some ultimate goal. And even though that ultimate goal or that end result is not the focus, it's that journey, those emotions we experience on the journey that shape us into who we are. And no one has the right to say that those are invalid feelings. Let the emotions come out. Don't be scared to experience them. They can be scary, I know, but don't be afraid to let yourself be heard in the way that it needs to be. Remember, we all go through emotions differently. For me, that may be talking to my parents, letting them know how I'm feeling and being just emotionally open and available to express myself, whether that is happiness, sadness, fear, anger, and just sharing that with them, getting that off my chest. But for some people, that may not be the case, and they may not be able to feel that sense of um, trust or need or desire to share that information with their parents, and that's okay. Then you may go to your friends or maybe journal it out. But we must remember to cope in healthy ways by not suppressing it only to ourselves, locking us up in our own rooms, just letting all of that emotion and negativity just keep creeping and creeping and building within you that is not always the healthiest way to cope with these emotions release them embrace them not to the point where they drown you but more of embracing it like acknowledging that they're there and then gently pushing them away acknowledge their presence, be, hey, I'm feeling this way at this moment, and that is okay. Those feelings are valid, but what am I going to do to help improve myself from here going forward? That's what we need to think about, and by thinking about it and acting this way, we can be well. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Your take-home message that I want you to act on this week is write down all of the times you feel a certain emotion that like really stands out to you this week. Whether you get a good grade on a test and you're really, really happy, write that down. If you are feeling sad because you wanted to go get ice cream and your parents said no and you really wanted ice cream and now you're really sad, write that down. Just write down all the emotions that you have and how many times you feel them. Kind of like keep a tally of when you feel these emotions, how many times you feel these emotions. And then compare. See where you are mentally and from there use that as an analysis and as a basis to move forward and see how we can accept that these emotions are occurring, that they are real, but how we can move forward through that. 
Make sure to follow us on Instagram at the Be Well Podcast, as well as on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor, where we upload a new episode every single Friday. Thank you again for tuning into this week's episode, and we will see you next week. Bye, everyone. Bye.